I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back to part two of Eat Patterson's and the Secret Two. I am joined by the funniest person I know after this podcast, I think. I'm as big, isn't it? But I, I think I mean it. Um, right, I'm joined by Joanne McNally. Mate, I asked yeah. you before we started the break, I asked you to work out which was my secret and which two were lies. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like you have made an educated guess or would you like to ask me some questions? I have a couple of questions. Hit me. Go on, hit me. What happened to the cockatoo? He died, I told you. How did he die, Vicky? I want to, I want to eat. Come on. You, you morbid fuck. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mr. Cockatoo, it was... So it's two truths and one lie. No, there's one truth and two lies. Okay, It's okay, just yeah. one secret, one secret. That's how I would... I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil you. I do a lot of these. So, right. Uh, it was a really hot day and he was in a, he was in a conservatory. Yeah. Do, what, you want me to spell it out? He fucking cooked alive? No, that's a lie. That didn't happen. Okay, so we're down. Oh, yeah, so the cockatoo is not true. Fine. Okay. Because, like, you didn't... Ki- if the cockatoo just burnt alive in a conservatory, all the cockatoos would be dead. There'd be no cockatoos left. Because that's where they live. It's like watching um, Poirot at work. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say, I mean, yeah, everyone likes traveling around America, but that's too easy. I would say you've got size seven feet. Okay, so is that your final answer, John? Yeah. Okay. Um, you are incorrect. What is it? Right, so let's talk about this. Um, I have size three to four feet, would you believe? How the fuck do you even get around on those? That's like Honest. having the pause. It's yeah. Like having <laughs> <laughs> How do you balance on size two? <laughs> Honestly, everyone thinks I'm always drunk, right? Which is fair. It's a fair assumption given my past. I love a drink. I love a drink. Yeah, yeah, who doesn't? But actually, my um, I'm just too tall for my tiny feet, and these boobs are like and my balance is off. It's why I fall over all the time. Tiny feet, massive tits makes you very bad center of gravity. So I have size three to four feet. I'd be better off with sevens. I think I'd be more wow. stable. Um, and I hate to do this to you, mate, but I do not. Well, I would love to travel around America, but I'm actually I'm barred from the entire country, so I can't get in. Um, so the truth is, I'm a cockatoo killer. I wish I hadn't yeah. sung it. I thought it would make it less evil. 
you 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 played me. You gaslit me there. Oh, you downplayed the story. You gave me a story with gaps and holes. You can't be mad at me. You can't be mad at me for your poor detective skills. You're, do you not have it stuffed and hung in the house? No, it wasn't mine, mate. So my auntie, oh God, this is awful. I hope she's not listening. So my auntie, um, a lovely woman, my auntie Anne, she had, she kept cockatoos and she had this one called Freddie and this one called Roxy. And Roxy was a bit of an arsehole, if the truth be told. Um, and I, he, he always used to annoy Freddie. So I, she went away and had to separate them to give them to other people, to two different people to look after. And I was obviously the B team. My family were the B team. Whoever got Freddie was the A team. Um, like I say, Roxy was the, the, the arsehole of the two cockatoos. And, um, I just was ill-equipped as a child to know like how to look correctly look after a cockatoo. And we thought it would be safe to keep them in the conservatory and it got unseasonally warm in Newcastle one day and the poor little thing burnt alive. He cooked. He, yeah, I cooked a cockatoo. Unintentionally. I would like to just make that perfectly clear. It was unintentional. That's a great story. You, well, I mean, depends who you're telling. Uh, cockatoos don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> What did your aunt do when he came when she came home? Oh, she was absolutely devastated. But you know, I think, and if the tr- like, in all honesty, like Roxy, like was a bit of an asshole, and Freddie was much happier without him. She thought oh, he yeah. wanted the company, but you know, Freddie was fine on his own. So I did not, I have not been asked to look after anybody's pets ever since, though. So that's just that's survival of the fittest, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> survival of the coolest. <laughs> See, yeah, you're you're weak. You couldn't beat the sun, Roxy. Yeah, you, know what I mean. <laughs> you couldn't use your little cockatoo hands to open the conservatory door. You're thick as shit. You don't deserve to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I like that. Let's move on though. Let's talk more about yeah. you because I feel like it's. I haven't even gotten to the the real meat of the podcast yet, Joanne. You know, you're you're a very meaty person. Like there well, is the meat. It's so much more to you than meets the eye, mate. Like, I've discovered a couple of very funny articles of yours. Go on. Right, well, I've got this one here where you, t- well, you talk a lot about vaginas, which I absolutely love. I'm here for it. I myself am on a bit of a journey with my contraception and my periods and stuff and being more honest and open with it. So I'm loving these ones I've read. I've got one here about, well, it's a story about a tampon. Do you want to elaborate or should I? I'll tell the synopsis. You've got to do it, mate, because it's your story. It's like me asking you to tell the cockatoo story. <laughs> so firstly, sometimes I don't realise what I'm saying. As in, I just like telling stories. And then sometimes I don't realise. No, I don't. Like, I'm not a very filtered, boundaried person. Yeah. Anyway, this story, the reason I wrote this article, in hindsight, I because I, the kickback of it was quite intense. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, oh Jesus! I was seeing this lad. Hi. I was seeing this lad, and what? Okay, I won't go into the deep. Okay, how will I start the story? I was seeing this lad. We were having sex. Yeah. I noticed, and we were only early days of seeing each other, so you know it's all a bit like tense at the yeah. start. Yeah, you're not you're not super relaxed around each other. Yeah, you you're quite I feel like at the early stages like everyone's you you're trying to be that best version of yourself, right? Like yeah. it's definitely a showing them what you think they want to see rather than yes. the real you. Yeah. Yeah, you're like I always wear nipple tassels. Uh, like this is just who I am. I'm such a nympho. Mm, no, I'm delish. not wearing makeup. Ooh, tell yeah. me more about the football. <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Fuck off and I can't. Yeah, and you set your alarm for 5 a.m. So that, like, you can go off, put all your makeup on. Anyway. 
So it was at that stage and we were having sex and I noticed what can only be described as an odour. And I was like, who's this coming out of? Oh, it's never a good question to have to ask, is it? Never a good question. And like we were riding. Anyway, yeah. once you skip a few, I left, rang one of the girls and I was like, something wrong. My knickers smell like a battery. It was the only way I could describe it. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I know it was awful. I was like, I'm absolutely horrified. I said, I've clearly got HPV, PVCC, whatever yeah. the fuck that is. I've basically so- got clap, syphilis. I've got everything. So anyway, couldn't figure it out. Went home, was sitting there in the horrors because I didn't know him well enough to say anything to him. Yeah. We weren't that close at the time. Yeah. And it, a friend of mine said it happened to her sister and she had a tampon stuck up inside her. And I was, well, I, I did the maths on it. I was like, that's actually, that, that could possibly have happened. I went out drunk with a tampon in me and had a one night stand with a yeah. guy that I kind of knew a long time. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> the penny dropped. Yeah. So then I rang up the doctor and I was like, I think I've got a tampon in me. And she said, right, come down. It's 70 quid. I didn't even have 70 quid at the time. So I yeah. Googled the uterus and basically ripped yeah. it out myself. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you, when you've got a fucking tampon stuck up you, you find that 70 quid, mate. No. I didn't, I didn't have it. That's how skint I was at the time. Mate. I had a it. I googled the uterus. So the uterus is actually shaped like a T. So it's oh, like it's a I didn't know and it's that. like a bar at the top kind of thing. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So I did like. Well, I mean, don't help me to that. I think that's what it is. I'm no gyno, but anyway. So I, I I did a whole like extraction on myself. So that was done. Now I was left dealing with the problem of this lad. Yeah. So I was like, I have to say something to him because he was mastering and then he wasn't mastering and I didn't know what was going on. And so, do you think he noticed the smell as well? Well, this yeah. is what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. So messaged him this and then I met him and I thought he was a bit off with me and I was yeah. spiraling into paranoia, yeah. you know, the way you do. And um, then it was like he wanted to finish it or whatever. So anyway, then I, I messaged him going, look, I know I've been behaving kind of oddly over the last couple of weeks, but this is what happened. Now I, <laughs> the girls were like, don't send it, don't send it, yeah. don't send it. You sent it, like, did you send it? Of course I sent it. She sent it! You never want to put the word odor and vagina and sex in a text message too loud. It's probably still doing the round somewhere. It's probably it's probably doing the round. I feel like you're the urban myth, Joanne. Like, you know, yeah. we, all, we all have those stories like, oh, be careful with tampons. Like, my mate went out and she got drunk and she got jagged and it got stuck up her and now she's had like 17 little tampon yeah. babies. Like, yeah. you are the urban myth we all get warned about. Yeah. <sighs> you know, the girl, the tampon came up so high, it kind of came out her eyeball. That's yeah. me. But I Your tampon mouth. Out. Your tampon mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But I wanted to make it sound to him like it had been kind of a medical procedure. So I described it as I said, look, this is what happened. It was inside me. It became impacted in my mm. uterus. This is what yeah. I thought was going to make it better. Yeah. I said I had to have a, a procedure to have it extracted. Little did he know you were just digging around with your tweezers. I know. Yeah. Mug. Right. What happened Tweezers. Next? Tweezers. Are you on crack? You'd be a terrible doctor. Don't put a fucking oh. tweezers up there. Well, I mean, I would find the fucking 70 quid, Joanne. The, the microscope's not on me here. 
with my bare hands like a feral animal I got out, like a cave woman oh my anyway God. he wrote back I was waiting for him to write back to be like Jesus that's terrible I'm so sorry are you okay like why don't you come over that's really sad he just wrote back <laughs> like six lines of it the maturity the maturity but they're so bad these tampons they're so it's like putting a chemical a fucking chemical bullet up you anyway I've been meaning to move to the moon cup for ages have you done it though how you gone? No, haven't done it yet do you know what I've been wearing right honestly I hate tampons always have like was pads when I was younger and then did tampons because everyone does tampons and they're discreet and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just find them so uncomfortable and by the very mm. nature, incredibly invasive. I've been wearing period pants, mate. I was only talking about these the other day. Yeah. So, honestly, swear by them. Everyone was really? like... Really? Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, Vicky, it's like you're wearing a nappy. I'm like, honestly, don't knock them till you've tried them, right? I get them, they're in black and this like really sexy burgundy colour. Like, earth hands over the moon because they're nicer than me fucking normal knickers. Like, on me period, when I least <laughs> want them anywhere near us, he's like the most turned on. Um, honestly, what? lacy tops and everything. And in the bottom, they've got a they've got a pad, and then it's covered by this like really lovely material, and it locks it in, keeps you fresh. You wear them for eight hours, and you put them on a, like a cool cycle, and you wear them again. Honestly, game changer, for me, mate. I'm blown away because I knew I had seen. I think I saw Catherine Ryan talking about them, and yeah. I was like, "What are these period pants?" Yeah. Well, she just but had a baby, hadn't oh, she? So she'll be. She just had a baby. In the but I. There's also one thing that I, tampons are desperately bad for the environment. And like, I'm not exactly Greta Thunberg, but these yeah. things do, I do consider them, you know. Yeah. I'm going to, I, maybe I'll go down that route. Yeah. And it's just so much kind of the vagina, like, and we all should be thinking like that. We should all be thinking like that. It needs to, it needs to be treated like the queen that it is. <laughs> Massaged. Regularly. Get it. You can get facials for them now, you know. Vagacials. Shut up. No one of a lie, vagacials. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but yeah. That's, you get, that's your going and getting wanked off, Vicky. That's what you're doing. <laughs> no, it's the focus on the top bit, like the mouth. Yeah, sure. The- Mommy's going for her vagacial. <laughs> Mommy won't be back for a while. Mommy's getting her vagacial from a nice tennis coach called Aaron. I, I was trying to be super progressive <laughs> and give like women's genitalia the fucking self-care it deserved and look at you you smutty smutty cow <laughs> if it's shit they focus on the top sure they do that's like men saying they read porn magazines for the articles I've never heard such bullshit <laughs> right well I'm sticking with vagina Joanne and also we're bringing men into it now which oh, there was no pun intended there at all um, go on You've got a huge problem with the designer vagina culture, haven't you? Oh, they're gross. Do you know what I do? I don't really get a lot of shit online um, yeah. yet. I'm sure it's in the post. I just haven't really broken through. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? When you're more oh, mainstream. It's, it's coming, Joanne. Yeah, don't you worry. <laughs> that's the thing. So, like, obviously, you know what I mean? Part of the part of the job is, like, getting, like, just trailed by dickheads and all that shit. But <laughs> the, the biggest kickback I got was I posted a photo of Kendall Jenner. Because she had photoshopped out her labia. Did you see this photo? So was this the one where she did the shoot with Kim and Ki- uh, with Kim and Kylie? Yeah. Okay. And she she looks like her body. She looks like a cyborg. Like she looks yeah. like she's been she's come out of a factory or oh a machine. God. She looks like an, a, a doll. Like I, I'm not going to body shame anybody, but a, in this a picture, doll. yeah, an absolute doll. Right. Mm. It's and so. Whatever about the face and all the shit and women being, you know, kind of scared into 
not aging and, and all that jazz. And I, I love skin. I love it. It's almost like a hobby for me. I really love it. If you're saying now that we can't have lips, like we can't have a labia. Like, so basically all these young girls are looking up to this. And she's also a young girl. Yeah. And she, she kind of sets standards. Beauty standards. The, Kard- the Kardashians they do. do. They set beauty they, standards. They absolutely do. And like, God almighty, it's hard enough growing up worrying about like your tits and your ass and your stomach and all this shit, which I think has gotten so much better now. But I was like, they're going to tell us now that it's not sexy to have a labia. And then there's going to be all these young ones going in, getting their labia sliced off. Like it's basically female mutil- female yeah. gen- genital, what is it? Female genital mutilation. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's correct. Anyway, I posted the photo and I just said like, this is just, I'm just not into this. I think this is terrible. Like I genuinely think it's really bad. And the amount of women come back on your body shaming or not. And I was like, I'm not body sh- Firstly, no. I'm, t- I'm pretty sure Kendall's grand. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure Kendall isn't getting e- urgent emails from a publicist saying Joanne McNally with her 3,000 followers is posting blah, 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 or whatever I had at the time. But also, I was like, it's not body shaming. You could also say she's body shaming. Yeah. And also, these things need to be flagged. If we accuse everyone of body shaming everyone all the time, then things like Photoshopping would never have been discussed or the... The body positivity movement would never even come about or it would never have been flagged that half the models on runways were actually suffering with eating disorders. We wouldn't have been able to flag that and change that. Sometimes shit needs to be called out. And I demand the right to have a a labia and not feel bad about it. And I'm sorry. That's what I that's what I want for myself. I feel like you're setting the bar so low on the demand front. Like that is <laughs> like fuck me. I just want to have a funny and live in peace. Like that's absolutely fine with me, Joanne. Yeah, I just want to have less. Yeah. I just want to have I just want to be able to have a labia and not feel like shit about it. And have you ever looked at the designer vaginas? No, so I am woefully ignorant on this front, right? And it's because, and like, I'm going to say something that probably sounds so anti-feminist and I'm not, I, I, I love women, I love our bodies, I'm learning to celebrate mine more and the shape that God gave me and all the rest of it. I'm fucking becoming period proud, Joanne, and everything. Like, I'm talking about getting me contraception out online. I'm doing all these things I've never done before. I'm feeling really brave. But I am still a little bit scared of fannies. In what sense? In that... Does yours have teeth? Why would you be scared? <laughs> no, like, mine's like a fucking mouse's ear. It's absolutely lovely. I'll have you in the No, it's... Um, I'm, right, so, with a boy's bit, it's all out there in the open. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know what I'm getting, does exactly what it says on the tin, and I can spot it a mile off if you get a good one. You know what I mean? You know what you're getting. Mm. But like with a girl, like I'm just a bit more hesitant. I'm a bit like, oh God, you don't, you don't know what's happening in there. And I think it's like a lack of information, which is a not, which is bad on my front that I haven't gone and done more like looking at the uteruses like you have. But then I suppose I've never had a tampon stuck over, so I've never had to research uteruses. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Is that the You're piece? lost, Vicky. Is You're that lost. Piece? Use your eyes. You derived. Use your eyes. Like cacti. <laughs> I, I thought it's it was... called a gaggle of uteruses. That's what it's, it's called. A murder. A murder of uteruses. A gaggle of uteruses. <laughs> Do you know what? This is so, this is so embarrassing. Up until only recently, yeah. I thought, and this is serious vag chat, which you probably may or may not end up taking out. Yeah. I thought the tampon went into the same hole that you peed out of. That is a common misconception, and I'm not. I don't think you should be embarrassed about that. Like Erkan's, I know he's a boy, but Erkan's mind was blown when he found out I had three holes down there. Like his mind was blown. I was like, so let me get this straight. You think you put your willy in the same place I have wheeze from? You have to just haven't thought about it. And I was like, that's complete male mentality. Like, you don't care. As long as you can put it somewhere, you're not arsed at all. Like, it's... Do you only have three hells? I've got five. Oh, you don't... <laughs> well, actually, have we not got six if we include our ears? Oh, no, nostrils. Oh, my God, I've actually got so all many holes. All I know is it's like a miniature golf course down there. And this is only new. This is only new news to me. I also did not know that. I'm like your boyfriend. I thought the exact same thing. It's so embarrassing. How is school prioritizing teaching me how frogs have babies? And I don't even know how my own body works. Honestly, I think I was literally just talking to Dr. Alex about this last week. The amount of hours I spent over a Bunsen fucking burner, yet I yeah. didn't know I had three holes in me undercarriage. <coughs> Madness. Madness. <coughs> there we are cutting open cows' eyes and everything. When are we yeah. ever going to do that in our actual no. life? No. Never. Also, algebra. Never been used, but can I work out how to pay me mortgage? Can I fuck? I've got an accountant that I pay fortunes for. So it's just so frustrating, mate. But we've digressed. I think, right? Of course, it's me and you. Of course we are. I I think there's so much pressure on young women, women of any age for that matter. I don't know why I'm being specific. To look a certain way and act a certain way and have it all figured out. I don't think we need even more pressure on where that my vagina needs to look like an 18 year old's as well. I know. This is the thing. So this is, I was sent this cream. I used to write this article. I used to write this column for this paper before, for this magazine. And they sent me this cream to test and I'm not messing. It was called 18 again. 18 again, no. I think that was the name of it. And I didn't know, what, I, I didn't understand what it was for. I thought it was for the face. It was, yeah. it was vaginal tightening cream. Can you believe that shit? No. Like, there's so much wrong with that. So much wrong with it. I was like, they're going to be providing us with those. Do you know those inflatable things they put up the side of bowling alleys? <laughs> they're Bump going to be asking, the lads are going to be asking us to Bump put them in like... What are they called? Bombalins. <laughs> Give me two minutes and you put me bombalins in <laughs> Sorry, am I not tight enough for you, hun? Don't worry, I've got the bumberlines here. Yeah. Like <laughs> fucking pressure. Like no. Jesus Christ. You know, like I just I feel like if you don't, if a man doesn't love me for me, like me wrinkles, me, the size me vagina is, like the age it is, whatever. If he doesn't love me for all that, then he's got no right. He's got no right to be in there. 
hundred percent. But that it's taken me till now. It's t- it took me to my mid thirties to figure that shit out. In my teens, I would have done anything. Like I, I would have done anything to be attractive, or uh, that was my main yeah. priority. That was all you felt your validation was: is to get attention from lads. Twenties was the same. Jesus Christ, I couldn't. Fuck, I can't go into in my twenties. I would just become like obsessed with these men, like as in. I'd lose my entire self and just become whatever they wanted. I was like, yeah, I love five aside. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Can't get enough of that shit. What? And you would, I don't know what it is. You get to a point then where those things don't matter anymore. But when you're, when you're in your teens and your twenties and you're looking at people like the candles of this world, that's why I think it's problematic because it's so they're so influential. Yeah. And they do have to be like, I actually love the Kardashians. And so I, do I, I. Yeah. And it's it's a bit of a love hate because I absolutely like, I've got so much respect for Kim. Like, you know, I can relate to a certain extent, probably not the most um, wholesome of starts in the industry as well. Um, but she's grafted. She's turned into like, look where she is now. Like you can't deny her work ethic. This is a fucking working mother, strong influence, all the rest of it. But then all of a sudden, like, then they'll do something like, like that. Um, like, like photoshopping out there, like photoshopping out there, Fanny. And I just think, oh, lasses, like you've got so much power and so much influence. And with it comes great responsibility. I just wish you'd be a little bit more mindful and tone down the filters sometimes and maybe show no makeup picture. That really is a no makeup picture. Do you know what I mean? I'd love that. People would go wild for it. I think we'd have so much more respect for them. But I think with that, I think the problem is that they're so pedestalized. Yeah. That they themselves feel they can't be their, their real selves. They've almost perpetuated this culture where they can't keep up with the beauty standards that they themselves have set. Yes. It's such an uncomfortable cycle and a toxic cycle. And I do feel for them to a certain extent, but I am pretty sure they're fucking millions in the bank and mansions and that and make it all I know, but I just, I I still think, like, I I do feel very strongly that, now obviously I haven't had the um, opportunity to figure it out yet. But I'd say the more money you have, the more the lonelier you are. I th- I think so. I don't for for years, and this is again going back to age. Like I did all the same things you did. Thought like ha- being really skinny would make me really happy. I thought if I could just get a boyfriend, if I could just get a man to marry us, that would make me really happy. I thought the richer I was and the more famous I would, I would be happy. And actually, like as I've got older, I've realised it's completely not the case. Like. Yeah, the beauty of life is complete, and I'm I'm getting deep, but it's the simple things, Joanne. Like it's it's having a it's it's loving what you do for a job, like regardless mm. of what it pays. It's being accepting of your body and realizing, like I'm never going to be Kendall Jenner, and that's actually perfectly fine. Like mm. it's it, it's not how much money you've got; it's the people that you spend your time with. And I think you you're definitely onto something. And but then if you've got nice people in your life. And you can spoil them with the money and the, the things you earn and the nice trips. Then money's great then. But I just think it depends the type of person you are and who you've got but around how, you. How can any, how is anyone mentally equipped to deal with the level of fame they have? And from such a young age as well. It's in particular Kylie and Kendall. Like it's madness. Like, it's, it would be like, it's kind of like you're not really part of the human race. They, oh, I mean, 
I, you know, sometimes I get a bit overwhelmed when I come out of a restaurant or a club, like back in the day, and they used to, and there's loads of paps. Like I went out with the girls a couple of weeks ago, went to that restaurant hours in Kensington, and it was like probably me one of my first big outings post pandemic, yeah. and um. I'd forgotten how to do it, you know, the, how to do the whole pap thing, how to do everything. And and I was walking out with my mask on at this restaurant and there was about 10 paps, flashes going everywhere. And I had my little mask on and I shouted, take your mask off, take your mask off. And I'm like, it's fucking global pandemic. It's like, do you know what I mean? But I got so intimidated and I took it off. And there's just this picture of me, made the Daily Mail, of course, and I'm just standing there like this. <laughs> like it's my first day on earth Joanne like it's awful and I, I I was just so out of practice and everything that's me as a 33 year old woman like how do they and you see the pictures of them there's not 10 paps there's hundreds of them like how yeah. do you as a young kid get around that like it's no wonder they have a warped perception of what normality is this is that's you've, you've hit the nail on the head hmm. their perception of the world is bizarre it is completely warped they are like treated like gods and that's not healthy and also I guess they probably consider themselves the truth is I'd say they have massive amounts of imposter syndrome where they're Mm. like generally sometimes even sometimes you'll do a photo shoot and you're like I don't look like that like yeah you know what I mean but imagine you've that all the time and then people are expecting you to look like that like poor Chloe when that photo came out of her that unfiltered one and she was desperately trying to yeah. claw back off the internet as if that was going to work. All it did was add more fuel to the fire. Yeah. I was like, this girl on some level, I think she fucking hates herself. I, I don't think it's on some level, Joanne. Like, I think Khloe Kardashian has been under a microscope for so much microscope for so much of her life, being made to feel like the odd one out, like the ugly sister. And for yeah. anybody not, anyone just listening to this, I put that in quotation marks because I think she's beautiful. Um, Like, she's been ridiculed and everything everything has been so closely observed she never felt good enough and she's fine like this picture of her which you know any normal woman in their right mind would absolutely be over the moon to look like yeah she's great she looks amazing she literally panicked and it's made her it it, it was awful to watch mate like i myself did a post it just i i must i feel like i would hate to hate myself the way she does I know. And I just think it's almost impossible not to when you are what we consider, I consider Chloe kind of a a regular woman. Like she's, she's not Angelina Jolie. She's, you know, she has a body shape that is only recently started being celebrated. They actually kind of started Started that that movement. Yeah. Which is incredible. Imagine being responsible for changing women's, how they feel about their body. Like the Kardashians absolutely were involved in that. Like JLo started it, but like they were a huge part of it. But Imagine you're kind of wearing this mask all the time of like filters and face tune and everything. And you're terrified that the world's actually going to see the real you. And then this photo goes out and it's the real you. And she's like, I'd say she was hysterical over it. It was really, it, I agree with you. It was quite sad. Yeah. But you know, Joanne, I kind of relate to that in a way, right? A couple of years ago, I was deeply insecure, probably like end of my twenties, just before I got to 30. I was in an unhealthy relationship with someone who didn't make us feel secure or loved or attractive or anything, you know them. And um, subsequently, I was so obsessed with the image that I put forward of myself on social media. She had to be immaculate. She had to be strong. She had to be intelligent. She had to be funny. She had to be perfectly coiffured all the time. And subsequently, because that was what people would say of me, whenever I got papped, 
and I didn't look like that. And because the comparisons were so drastic, yeah. every, everybody was up in arms, like, you're a catfish, you don't look like that. Like, I would lose my head. I'd be, like, so concerned and stressed out over the fact that I had no control over these pap pictures and they looked yeah. so different to the image I was putting forward of myself with my good angles and my great filters. That when I got out of that relationship and sort of learned a lot about myself... I took control of my own narrative. And that's when I started doing all those Instagram versus realities, putting up the makeup free yeah. pictures, doing all this. And now, if I see a sneaky path when I'm walking in this morning before I've had my makeup done, whatever, I think, do your fucking worst, mate. Because there's a million pictures worse of me on my Instagram that I put up myself. Like, I'm in control now. Yeah. And so I just feel like Chloe needs to, and I'm not suggesting she take advice from Vicky Patterson because I don't think she's working be interested, but <laughs> she needs to take control, mate, and she needs to be all right with her authentic self. I know, but I just don't know if she's in a position to do it. Mm, I like, I, I, and I, I saw you do that. I saw this kind of change in you. Yeah. And I think, I think that, but I also think the trend online, it, that it is going that way. Yeah. I think people are, I think people are over the perfectly curated Instagram yeah. accounts. I think we're over it now. It, like people want reality. We people do. want People want to not feel like shit about themselves anymore. I think people just want to go on Instagram and see someone that reminds them like they like that, that looks human too. Exactly. And then the, the freedom of that then, even for you, that experience, the freedom of the, that you've taken this pressure off yourself, that you're saying to people, yeah, this is it. This is all, I look like this sometimes, but also I look like this sometimes. Yeah. So do you. We all do. And that, and it makes you feel like you're not alone. Like it's so lovely when you go on Instagram. I like I've this week been a bit stressed about training the dog and like you go on Instagram and all you see is all these fucking cute little puppies getting cuddles off their mom. And you think like, where did you get him from? Cause mine's the antichrist. Like I swear <laughs> it's, it's so misleading. And like, I've been a bit honest about it and, I know this isn't the same, it's, but it's just honesty online. And um, all these all these lovely women have messaged back and said, listen, not enough people talk about it. It's like having a newborn kid, mate. Like, thank you for being honest. Thank you for being open. Yeah. Like, giving us loads of tips and stuff. And I think when you do be open on Instagram or whatever social media platform you favour, you encourage other people to do the same and you stop people feeling alone and it's lovely. I know. I totally agree with you. I've, I, I try to be as honest. I think I'm pretty honest online. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Looks, I love an L filter, but nothing mental. Like if I was doing a morning Insta story post, I'd probably use the Paris filter. Like I'm not, I don't face tune. I don't do any of that shit. You know? Do you know what, mate? Like I honestly don't think you have the um, preset to be anything less than honest. Like I've learned about your uterus today, and we've just met. So <laughs> I, I don't feel like I don't feel like you have being sneaky in your locker, really. I know, I don't think I really do. But that can also be, sometimes it's important to have like little boundaries for yourself. I need to probably learn to filter myself. I need to filter my mouth more and my face less. <laughs> I think we could all, all, all appreciate my, that. <laughs> Is that that's your goal? my secret. That's my secret to life. <laughs> well, before I let you go, Joanne, I've had like such a nice time with you and I, no doubt you my too. guests are going to have loved it. Before I let my lovely guests at... Uh, Vicky Patterson's Secret 2 go. I always ask them to impart some words of wisdom. You're so, like so empowering. It's been so lovely to talk to you. It's obvious that you feel very passionately um, about women loving their bodies, accepting who they are, and in particular, just loving their vaginas. And I want to know <laughs> what your secret to loving your vagina is. Love your labia. And if your boyfriend complains that it's not tight enough, tell him his dick's too small. Is that fair? <laughs> 
Stay away from the 18 again, cream. Brilliant. Sorry, that's so gross. No, I love I love it. Please come back again. Oh my god, I'd love to. It's been so nice to chat to you. You're amazing. What a woman. No, right back at you, mate. What a way to start me day. I'm going to go and get me terrorist dog back now off me. Oh, me no. Neighbor. No. I'll feel You'll be fine. You'll yeah. get him trained. He'll be great. It just, dogs just need training. They just need to be trained. That's it, isn't it, mate? Fuck no. Easier said than done. He's so cute. I just look at him oh. and I'm like, oh. Oh. Can I plug something? What do you want to plug, babe? So I'm doing the Palladium in London. Well, I'm doing a UK tour. All the dates are on my website. Amazing. And then my big London date, really, that I'm working towards is I'm doing the Palladium on May 21st next year with my show, oh. The Prosecco Express. And those tickets are also available on my website. Amazing. Oh, Joanna, I really want to come. Can I come? Come! Yes, I'm going to come. Okay, I'm going to come. I'll get on by tickets straight away. Eve, thank you so much. I hope you have such a wonderful day and I hope you have a train. That's a nice day too. You too, my love. <laughs> Bye! Guys, that was Joanne McNally. And that was me. And that was us talking about fannies and holes like quite a lot. Um, so I'm really sorry if any of you have a sensitive disposition, but I figure if you're this far down the line, being a fan of me or enjoying the podcast, you can't have a sensitive disposition. So I'm sure you're going to be fine. I'm sure you had lols. I'm sure you loved it as much as I did. If you did love it as much as I did, Joanne mentioned she's got a tour coming up next year. Get yourself tickets. I'm definitely going to go. She was class. And also give our podcast a listen as well. But you know, on, on the note of podcasts, Obviously, I've got one. If there's any you haven't listened to, um, go back, enjoy them. They're all exactly where you get your podcasts, Acast, Spotify, whatever. And I've had so many amazing guests and you might have missed one. If you are enjoying, loving listening to Beauty Pass and the Secret 2, then please tell your mates about it. Tell your friends, tell your pals at work, leave a review, do all of the podcasty things because I'm loving making it um, and I don't want to stop. And you are the reason we keep making it. So we all have a great week and don't forget to be kind to your funny. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.